incredible. There's a lot going on at that time too, right? Yeah. A lot of good games. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, episode 46. We got three special guests here. This is incredible. They're back-to-back, full house. We got Jessica McLean. We got Boogeyman, Muay Thai, Coach Marv. And then we got Riley, the perfect storm. Dang. Dude, welcome to the show, guys. This is exciting. Thank you, man. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I mean, this is great. So, like, were you guys all, like, born and raised Maui or... What's your guys' uh, background? Two out of three. There <laughs> hey, 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 hey. we go. There we go. Yeah, I was born in Maui. I was born in Maui, and uh, I was raised in Waianae, you know, Maui. And then uh, I moved back just recently. So, wow. uh, yeah, that's my story with the with mm-hmm. that. She wow. was uh, born. I was in born in Alaska, Alaska, but Alaska? yeah, I grew up here. I moved here probably about twenty-five years ago. Wow. This is home. Grew up in the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there this we is go. Home. Yeah. Dang. Everyone's like, oh, it's a last flag. I'm like, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> what do you remember when you were five? Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, much. It's cold. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Long yeah. days and nights. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Myself, born and raised here yeah. in Maui. Um, lived all over the islands, but yep. Maui resident, born and raised. Tried it on. 32 years old. Here we hey. go. We're still, we're still here. Still here. You know, I just want to like just say something about you, Riley. Like, from the first time I uh, met you, I was like, because I only know Joe, and that's why I went to the, the Nest, and I was like, oh, I think I'm at the right place. And actually, it was Sumiko I, I met first. Okay. And I was like, oh, everyone's kind of nice over here. <laughs> everyone's saying hi to me, you know, everyone's, and then you came up, and you're like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And you're, everyone's so nice. And and even today, like, you were hitting bag, and with the other <laughs> arm, I was like, bro, this guy is dedicated. But, no, I, I want to hit some bag first before I go. I said, bro, this guy is... Gotta, gotta see where I'm at, you know, what oh I can do, you know? Yeah, he's a G. He's a G, yeah. Like, you said you met Samiko first. I'm like, yeah. I feel like you meet Samiko, then you meet Riley, you meet two of the nicest people <laughs> in the game. That's the vibe, too. We, we try to represent in our gym, you know. Yeah. You know, be welcoming, and, mm-hmm. and therefore you, you get more training partners, and, you know, just the, the environment's just awesome for training, you know, so. That's what we try to try to give off in there. So I'm glad you feel that way. You know? Yeah. Even uh, Rush too. He was super nice. And yeah, yeah. Actually, um, it was a mutual friend, uh, Vincent, who also came on oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. a couple months ago. He was like telling me about uh, you, and then we met mm-hmm. right back to back. Yeah. Between we overlap sessions. on Thursdays. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you, you popped up, and then he was talking about Rush. I'm gonna go help Rush spar. I said, Whoa, mm-hmm. Rush so small. It's yeah. Very small. Yeah. yeah. Like, very small. Yeah. So how do you guys know Vince? Just through the fight scene for, for yeah. me. Okay. And, um, yeah, he's just through fighting, you know, and then just interacting through, you know, Instagram and then becoming somewhat friends. And yeah. and then he's helped me out, you know, this last camp, you know, a lot of, a lot of sparring and just, you know, his knowledge coming at me, but pretty much through these guys. Yeah, you know, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Um, through the fight scene and then uh, Pololu, who's mm. also uh, a professional fighter up in Vegas. Shout out to uh, the Tower Patch kid. Mm. But, uh, yeah, the Poi Pounda. Yeah, Poi Pounda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Representing us and representing Andre. himself 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. The right way, man. For sure. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, always. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, through him and also uh, a mutual friend, uh, Mitch Navarro, was oh. another one. Uh, who, he's low key. He's a he's a really good athlete and mm-hmm. and uh, if he if he started fighting I could see him being very successful but um, yeah through him also and, shout out to him too yeah shout out to him. Yeah. he helped me out, out a lot too in my last oh yeah yeah my last nice. fights you know giving me sparring rounds so big so yeah 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 <laughs> so he was another one that we met uh, through with uh, with Vinny oh so, wow yeah yeah and Mariah also and Mariah too yeah yeah. Oh. I met Mariah first before I met Vinny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just from working, and she used to work at Monkey Pot, and we have mutual friends, and yeah, we just kind of met being more so in the industry, and then it's like, oh, your boyfriend knows my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of thing, and that's just kind of how we evolve in our friendships. That's the reason why you say I'm always very small. Yeah, yeah exactly. Even the fight scenes are even more smaller, you know? Right. You know, there's, I mean, Growing up in Hawaii, everybody knows how to scrap, is like how we would like to say, but 
you know um when you're actually in the fight scene you know it, it is very small and there's only a few people that actually do it for a living and uh you know amateur wise so mm -hmm. it is very very small there's a very few that are very passionate about it about it yeah basically what it is you know so mm. and those guys and girls are pretty connected here for sure we're wow. such a one small island so that's that's cool that we can collab in that that way you know because mm -hmm. the you, as we know the fight scene gym scene all that stuff can be very political <laughs> no 100%. politics needs to go oh, yeah, everybody needs 100%. to just be one you know yeah yeah just that would by, be amazing one way and that you know we're so such a small island mm -hmm. with so limited resource that mm. this has been preached for years but it's just for somehow sure. hard to but but as as of my my little group we, we got something good going so yeah i'm yeah, yeah, yeah. on that part and yeah man for sure i mean especially this trip that we just had in Iowa, the, the, the brotherhood that we, mm -hmm. we, we had just made it bigger, you know, mm -hmm. and the connections even more stronger, you know, with uh, Professor uh, Eddie, you know, the Ness head coach, mm -hmm. which is Riley's head coach, you know, and uh, B Ness, you know, Ness Nutrition, give him a shout out if you guys, you know, mm -hmm. want to get some good food in and what, some. What does he do? Uh, he's a nutritionist. Oh, God. Yeah, for the fight yeah, game. Nice. You know, yeah, yeah. Weight like the yeah, he nutritionist, weight cutting, cut. you know, reloading the body after the process. Yeah. You know, hand wrapper, all around guy. He he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's trying to evolve, you yeah. know, as a on a on a different level of the game. So that guy is big shout out to him too. Wow. Yeah, Ness, yeah, so, Ness nutrition, shout out yeah, to we him. We got some we got some underground ninjas <laughs> here at Maui doing yeah. you know, perfecting yeah. all of our crafts, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and so yeah. You know, just strengthening that brotherhood that we had in Iowa, you know, it just made it that much stronger and, you know, uh, you know, just attest to what Riley was saying, you know, mm -hmm. um, when we take out the politics and we take all that, you know, I mean, the bond is, you know, is great. Mm -hmm. We could accomplish anything if we all had that same mindset here in Maui. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't really speak uh, for everyone in Maui and I can't really say everything uh, um, that for anywhere else. But, you know, that's the reality of it is that there is politics and people do have opinions about certain things that mm. that uh, create that segregation, you know. Mm. Oh, you know, you can't train here or you can't train here. And nobody is specific, <coughs> right? Not saying anybody does that, mm. but there is. You know, if, if, if you're in a fight scene, you know, there's politics in it. And um, it's just the hardest part, you know, there's no growth there. We can't grow as as a as a the uh, Maui as a team, you know. We have so much talent, like Riley was saying, you know, all these ninjas that's great at their craft, but everybody's kind of just doing their own thing instead of us all working together. Imagine, you know, how much talent we could push out from Maui alone. Other than that, yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. You know, it, we're just talking about that side of it, but there's a lot of great uh great things about the fight game you know mm -hmm. again the brotherhood was talking about and sister and also all the girls and <laughs> the partner, yeah. you know um nobody's left out <laughs> but just just that you know there's so many positives to it and we could go on all day about it but mm -hmm. that's great you know there's pros and cons but we would love to see that unity in maui that'd be amazing that would be amazing yeah. and like it was speaking of all the positives like how did you guys get into muay thai and MMA, jiu-jitsu, all, all that you guys do. Oh, I was like, mine, mine's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a professional fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started, well, I started uh, working out at the gym Maui. That's, um, and at the time, there was a Muay Thai school based out of there, Horizon Muay Thai, which is where Marv was um, the junior coach for under Brian Crespin. Um, he was the owner. So I had been going to the gym for a couple years and it was a pretty cool setup. It was a the upstairs cardio room which just had railings and you could overlook down onto the mats. And I remember just seeing, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like that just looks so cool. And I was always, I was scrappy growing up. So <laughs> it was just kind of in my nature. I was just drawn to it. And so I actually approached Marv one day mm. in the gym. I just 
walked up to him because he looked nicer. You look nicer. <laughs> he looked nicer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the other I'll people just. Hey, there you go. I'll shout out. Shout out. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on getting yeah, engaged. Thank you. Yeah, yeah congratulations. congratulations thank you. on that. Yeah. yeah. Four, four years later. Yeah. So fast forward four years later, here we are. But that's how. Yeah. He. I just approached him because it was just his demeanor, his vibe, his energy. It just it was it was a kind. So I just was like, I don't know anything about anything. So where do I start? And so I actually started by doing personals with him, and then I got up to doing I think like three personals a week before I felt comfortable to join a class setting. And then from there it was just go. And then I and then it was in the intro. And then after like a year or so, I got tested um, by our uh, our head coach at the time. Um, got tested to get promoted, I guess, oh. to intermediate Muay Thai to get like banded, I guess. Oh, up. Wow, okay. um, and then from there, I got to spar. I got to be part of sparring and all wow. of that. And yeah, and it just kind of it's it's fun. I love it. It's and then we've you know Marv has branched off and started Boogeyman Muay Thai and. Mm-hmm. I went, I went with him and followed with him, and um, now he's got so many clients, he doesn't have time for me. Jeez. <laughs> Busy man. <laughs> but you guys actually get, I like how you say it with a big smile. Like, <laughs> I started uh, training yeah. with yeah. Vince, because yeah. 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 I'm so stoked that he's doing his, his thing, his own thing, Vinny. Yeah. And uh, I think it was, it was uh, kind of interesting that I'm like, you know, hitting him up to train with him, and he's like, you got Marv. Like, I'm like, I can't train with him because half the booked. time. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I do get a session in, it's like 30 minutes and we're bickering the whole time. <laughs> and then I'm not a fun. Yeah. And he gets mad because I'm like questioning him. And so it's just like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So it's I'm like, this isn't working out. I was like, I need to source out my training. So that's where we're at now. And it's good. I love it. I love, yeah. I'm training with Vince twice a week now. So it's, it's cool. We overlap on Thursdays. That's so, right. Yeah. It's, wow. It's fun. Do you have goals of fighting or anything or competing? Um, I've always thought about like competing and just like maybe like a basic smoker or like a man up stand up, which is a Muay Thai based, uh, kickboxing based oh. promotion company in Hawaii. Um, but I mean, I like, I don't have the discipline. I don't, and I can admit that. <laughs> like, I like to eat and drink <laughs> way too much. I'm a bartender. It's hard. I'm a restaurant kid. I yeah. mean, we eat late, we drink late, so it's, yeah. But I get my, my fix in on my training, and I definitely, my goals with Vince is that I want to get my cardio, my strength, and um, just my technique back to where I can go do a spar, do a light mm. spar. Because I love being part of the team when fighters are in, in camp and mm. being a body to help Mm -hmm. that's what we did when i was with horizon like when our girls would fight um we had fighters there and when Mm -hmm. they would be in camp i would go and i get to got to be a body got to help them you know teamwork makes a dream work on that one and that's where i want to get back to because that's where i found my my happy place place, yeah being part of the team in that aspect that was my contribution wow that is an amazing feeling too when you're like training together someone going to camp Trent going to compete and everyone's just kind of together putting in rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful feeling. Yeah. You, you you train together, you, you lead together, you sweat mm-hmm. together. You know, you can't, you can't help but want to build that bond and be like, yeah, man, I want to support your dream also, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a great feeling, 100%. It's cool to see, like, you know, you know, like when you're in camp too, like everyone just, like, comes in, like, it's just flocks to the nest. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it just comes together to, you know, help this one person succeed, it you is, know, in their dream. It is gladly appreciated because it is it is sparse. There's not much, you know, mm-hmm. out there. So, like, this camp was amazing. Like, all the help I got, mm-hmm. just just the energy that was coming my way was, you know what I mean? And, and the, like, the, the genuine, genuine, mm-hmm. genuine, I don't know that word. Genuity. It was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 it was just yeah, like, it was genuine. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. help, you know, it's going towards mm-hmm. my way. So hot, yeah. Yeah. And, and Riley's the type of person that people just get drawn to him. He's, he's such a great, great person, you know, um, outside of fighting. You know, he, he's a, uh, you know, cool brother to cruise with. Um, you know, very approachable. You can talk to him. You know, he's, you know, we're, we're just talking stories about you know how much his peers respect him, 
You know, it's just because he is that person. He's genuine. He's nice. He's not, you know, uh, the guy that, you know, he would shun you if you needed help. You know what I mean? Like, and so... What you see is what you get, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, much most know, of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, and what you put on is what you get, you know? And so I feel like that's the reason why, more so, why people want to come and help him out and give him that body that he needs and... They want to support his dream too, like myself, Coach Eddie, B Ness, and mm-hmm. everybody that's part of Rise Journey. You know, yeah, you know, Shout I feel all, all of those people because without sure. them, like definitely, this would like me chasing anything wouldn't be possible. So mm. I'm just glad to have, have all them around me, and we can all just feed off each other and For you sure. know chase the same thing. You know, yeah. it's like a priceless thing we're chasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, yeah. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just so amazing because I, I, I was talking on a podcast with Vince how I took a five year break mm-hmm. uh, from grappling and uh, to, to focus on this and like the fitness and exercise. And and uh, when people were like, dude, you gotta like, you gotta go back to jiu jitsu, you gotta do something, you gotta, you gotta go back to something, mm-hmm. some sort of like brotherhood or something. I was like, oh man, like, there's something so special about martial arts and combat sure. sports and um, and just like this. This is incredible, like getting to share and and people are probably curious, like how where did where did we start uh, with like Muay Thai and stuff? How did how did you start? Uh, so I was doing MMA. Uh, I guess incorporated mm-hmm. from that last question that you had, um, yeah. where my fight journey started. I started. Uh, training in Waianae and uh, there was a few different gyms that I was training at uh, one was called the Hard Knocks uh, up in Waianae I forgot where it exactly and then um, I started from there because I was getting bullied like mm. you know for most people's stories on why they would start fighting you know, or training I should say um, yeah I was getting bullied in school I was the outsider I wasn't the guy who was born and raised in Waianae and so you know I was the easy guy to pick pick on you know and me not just me but my siblings as well you know so um i decided to try start training and i thought it was cool you know at that at when i was younger i just thought it was cool and i i learned how to train and defend myself and kick people's butts you know and so um you know fast forward i moved back to maui i'm living with my my stepmom at the time in lahaina and uh, somebody offered me a fight he said hey you want to fight and i was like ah, i'm only 16 and back in those wow, days 16. all you needed was uh, a parent a parent's consent right and so yeah i'll fight every man why not and you know just so happens to be kendall grove you oh, know wow. at 16 you know and and um yeah yeah, yeah i was 16 mm-hmm. and so i came in there with this chip on my shoulder like ah, from why and i you know whatever i could take anybody on and one thing led to another i got my uh but whooped really bad and so um humility came in and that's where i learned uh the art you know the reality of fighting mm. and so uh i kept my journey going uh pretty much in Oahu. i moved back to Oahu, started fighting with a team called god's army mm. which uh just so happened to have max holloway there uh konake shaisen lapola you had uh, Colin McKenzie, Ben Santiago. So at that time... That was the team. That was the team. That was the They were a big team in Waianae. They were... I think kickboxing was a little bit more popular than MMA. Mm. And so those guys were all kickboxers. You know, you had John Bernard. Mm. Uh, you had, you know, a lot of good fighters. Uh, Jonathan Vicente and all them in that, in that gym. You know, so uh, I trained there. did kickboxing and MMA under them moved back to Maui and then I trained under I and I when it first opened and that's when we had where um Sean was saying you know yeah Justin McCauley Rude Boy mm. and um Kendall Grove yeah right and yeah. so it was actually the old ghost gym back in the days that's, that's right. where it first started mm-hmm. and you know and so moved to this gym behind uh Really like yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, we were there, and then wow. that's when I first met Sean. Wow. You know, yeah. And so it it was a long. I had a long fight journey, wow. and um, so getting back to that second question, yeah. 
I have a friend, his name is, um, what do you call, uh, I call him my friend, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, I had a friend that was training there, and he just won a belt, mm. you know, and then um, it was, the school, Horizon Muay Thai was held at UH, UH Maui. Mm. And there was a gym facility over there, mm -hmm. right? And so um, I'm so happy, you know, I'm enrolling in school and I'm like, I'm trying to do this thing again with, with school. And then, boom, so I happen to be walking by and there's a gym and I see him, you know, oh, Gerald Castanero, sorry, mm. I, I had a brain fart, but I see him training. I was like, oh, what is he doing in there? So, you know, I go and ask him, oh, what you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, this is where Horizon Muay Thai is, this is where I'm training. And that's where my journey with Horizon Muay Thai started. And this was, I can't even say how long ago, years. Yeah, I mean, at least a decade. Yeah. With Horizon. With Horizon. They started there and then they moved they to Jim They moved Jim to Jim Maui. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how my journey with Muay Thai started. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. For the for the average listener listening, like, they're probably wondering, what's the difference between like kickboxing and, and Muay Thai? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so it it's different for everybody. Everybody has a different opinion on it. Right, so, but Muay Thai is the art of eight limb. It's Thailand's national sport. Mm -hmm. So you have your hands, your elbows, your knees, and your feet, right? And so it's, it's practiced and a long history of, you know, martial arts in Thailand. And uh, where kickboxing, that's more Americanized. I think from, if I'm not mistaken, it was based off of karate, mm. kickboxing. I Don't quote me on it, I could be wrong, right? But I, uh, that's the difference between the two. Mm. Right? It's more Americanized compared to Muay Thai. It's it has its own culture, its own you know identity when it comes. It has ties to Thailand. Mm. Yeah, so that I would say that's the difference. Wow. Uh, so if anybody's asking, that would be my opinion on it. Wow. And most kickboxing, you really can't knee or elbow, right? Yeah, yeah. So it depends on the rules. You know, you yeah, got yeah. glory back then. Back in the days, you had K one and the rules change as as it went, you know, to succeed. Um, but in glory, if I'm not mistaken, you can only clinch for a few seconds, then you have to let go. Where in Muay Thai, mm -hmm. you can clinch the whole, yeah, that's like a big part of the point system, mm -hmm. right? Uh, clinching and not moving back and mm -hmm. uh, taking a lot of punishment and giving it back. Mm -hmm. You know, where in, um, if you was to watch glory, Right, you would see a lot of movement and um, a lot more Dutch Muay Thai mm -hmm. or Dutch kickboxing influence. So a lot of volume in hands and leg kicks, right? And so um, Henry Hoof is a prime example of that. Uh, Tyrone Sprong is a prime example of Dutch Muay Thai or kickboxing, people would like to say. Um, Mike's Gym in, in Holland. So there's a lot of uh, influence with the Dutch Muay Thai or kickboxing. Mm. Right, so wow. where at Muay Thai you would have you know WCK or uh, other Muay Thai events that would be more clinching and mm -hmm. elbowing and knees and things like that. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that was like, uh, in, when when did that all start? Like in the seventies, eighties? Uh, what exactly the Muay Thai? Or or like uh, like kickboxing? Uh, I couldn't say. I couldn't yeah. say. I couldn't put a date on it. I know that uh, it was definitely a big, a big thing in America for yeah. sure. Kickboxing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. so, for the people listening, when they see MMA, they're probably probably wondering like, what is going on in that cage? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they doing? What what are they even throwing? What are they what what when they grab each other? What's happening when they're on the ground? What's happening? How would you guys explain like the because it is an art the, the art of mixed martial uh, mm -hmm. arts and how would you guys explain that to somebody who maybe seen it here and there or just kind of knows about it? They got asked a professional. Yeah, exactly. what would you well, say? It's a combination of, yeah. you know, each martial art is what MMA is. You know, it's blending you're blending the arts together. So you use your, your boxing, your kickboxing, your Muay Thai, wrestling, your jiu-jitsu. It's meant to be blended together. That That's, that's what... So yeah, you see, you know, you see, you see boxing combinations mm -hmm. followed mm -hmm. into takedowns. You see scrambles on the ground, jujitsu scrambles. Um, yeah, it's just 
it's a it's a mix of things yeah, I mean, that's basically the name you know yeah makes martial arts yeah so and yeah you can be chaotic with it or you could be mm. really I don't know it's it's just it's yeah it's a mix of things you know mm-hmm. hence the name perfect storm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly there we go exactly and so how, how did how did you start in uh, your MMA journey was it so, striking first so for me um, this goes back you know growing up playing football wrestling mm, you know wrestling um, that's that's my base wrestling's my base so that's where I started at uh, bowling um, I actually started like freestyle with like central mm. central um, I can't even remember what we were called Cent- it was central and then we, we went over to Maui blue and then yeah I went into like high school wrestling, high school wrestling. but I only wrestled sophomore and um, freshman and sophomore year and then I, I took a break and then was until like senior year where I started like training in a friend's garage doing MMA stuff kind of you know just we didn't really know what we were doing but we are trying to blend everything together because it was it was new back then you know but um from there I ended up in uh, a boxing gym well actually I ended up uh, in, a, in a grappling gym first uh, Travis Pennington Impact Zone was located on Lower Main so we would, we would grapple there and then from there we kind of went over to the boxing gym so we were kind of started to combine mm-hmm. and then that's when Kendall kind of had his success and did he opened up a gym and wow. for me I can there's a lot there's a lot to to go into but it's kind of how I got into MMA mm-hmm. just you know and as a kid just loving all the Bruce Lee movies and mm-hmm. just wanting to perform in front of people mm-hmm. like that's what I felt that I could do you know like express myself that's how I mm-hmm. that's how I feel I can express myself you know with, with with fighting, you know, it's like just raw. It's, it's just real, you know. There's no crap in it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, wow. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I started, and and then I'm I'm still here today. Twenty, just had my twentieth pro fight, and that's incredible. And and we're yeah. still embracing this journey and growing yeah. from it, you know. Oh. You know, the name uh, Travis Pennington popped up. He was actually our uh, neighbor. Oh, nice. Um, and I remember. I must have been in high school, and I, I remember seeing him. I was like, "What are they doing? Rolling around on the ground with geese? Like, what the? What? What? What are they doing?" I saw them like choking each other, sweeping each other. I'm like, "What are they doing?" And uh, this was right out of their house, just yeah, right up the road. Yeah, yeah. They had a big green mat, a big know, green open, mat, open space. Um, you know, back then there wasn't much. I mean, I think there's Maui Jiu Jitsu, like Luis then. Yeah. Uh, maybe MGA Maui Grappling mm-hmm. Academy. Um, mm-hmm. It's like um, Keith, Keith. Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, that's where I ended up with Travis, and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of nogi stuff. But yeah, it, it was it was good training, you know, back in the day. You know, so so many different bodies, and everybody was into it, you know. And yeah. MMA, MMA was just like getting big here in Hawaii, so mm-hmm. that that was some t- that was a time to be alive, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, yeah, it's incredible. There's Is a lot he, going on at that time too. Huh? Yeah, a lot of good gyms. I mean, a lot of promotions up and yeah. up. Destiny, wow. X One. There was a lot of you know. Icon at the time. Yeah, too, Icon. I think was, yeah. Oh, Icon was an MMA. Yeah, oh. Icon was MMA. I think Icon became X One, oh. or it was Super Brawl, Icon, Super then X One, or something like that. I don't know the order, but. Yeah, I think Icon was here in Hawaii. Yeah, like, yeah. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was there. So, and it was a lot of fight events going on. And, I mean, I remember going up in in Oahu, just you know, being at a fight event every week. You know, mm-hmm. they would hold kickboxing events down at the Dole Cannery like every week. Like, they would be wow. fighting every week. One one of the boys say fighting. Huh. So. It was, it was, it was pretty. It's been some years, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Nine, nineteen, yeah. twenty, twelve, thirteen years, it was man. It's pumping out, yeah. Damn. It was pumping out. It was a lot. Yeah, we. Time yeah. flies. Yeah. I was very fortunate to be able to fight on cards with Riley, um, with Masu, you know, um, with Tiani Vale, you know, a lot of a lot of the fighters that that are. Max Holloway, Holloway. fought cards with that guy. Yeah, yeah. That guy went on. Once he started, he just never stopped. He just still tearing people's 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, man. That's incredible. Just just thinking about the whole thing and the fight scene in Hawaii and it's definitely got the much bigger. But yeah, back to your original question. That MMA is just it's just a mix of all the martial arts in one, and and it's very very new. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now now you're getting guys that can are strong that have technique that have cardio that have like now you're getting these guys that are just well-rounded Bef- mm. before maybe one guy skilled in striking one guy a grappler but yeah. nowadays everyone's good everywhere and it's it's just a blend of all the arts and it's just in its infancy still so mm. it's kind of what mma is if for the for the average listener out there dang a lot of dedication and like i have one time i have like just this much time for muay thai just to do that it is, then man. You have to, you know, your jiu-jitsu practice and your wrestling and you know your striking your boxing you know True. and then have time to you know eat and then make sure yeah you know, then you got to worry about like weight classes and stuff oh, so yeah. there's a lot that goes into it and i don't want to just start rambling on about things so <laughs> speaking about that though people are probably wondering like what did the schedule look like like training and well this past camp yeah. my i know about this fight for five weeks so for four weeks straight we're training two to three times a day, Monday through Saturday, resting on Sunday, maybe going for a run, you know what I mean? And and in between that, that's like also making sure, you know, just strict diet, you know what I mean? Mm. Logging everything, counting everything, cooking your own food, you know what I mean? And that's pretty much what it takes, you know what I mean? Eat, sleep, and breathe that, you know? Any moment I get, I'm resting, you know, my body so I can get back up and perform the next day. You know, a lot of sparring rounds, a lot of technical rounds, a lot of just, a lot of everything. Just, wow. it's just chaotic. It is chaotic. And, and then you roll into the fight week and then yeah. you got the last weight you got to get off and, oh. and then you got that media stuff you got to deal with and you got to travel and then mm-hmm. then you got to make that weight and then you got to like reload the body. Then you got to <laughs> wait for your main event fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, you're walking out and then boom, it's done. And then you're like, wow. Yeah. And that's not including, <laughs> that's not including the emotional, you know, side of it. Because it, it takes, it takes a lot on you. It takes a toll more. I would feel, my opinion, that it would take more of a toll on, on the person emotionally and mentally than physically mm-hmm. right there's a lot that goes yep. into it than just the physical side you know being there at practice rolling fighting hitting pads you know sparring and things like that there's much more yeah and then up, yeah life you know there's yeah. life also like i'm i'm a dad i have a daughter you know like luckily right now i'm, I'm i get to train full time you know what i mean i i don't need really work on job right now but it, in the past i've you know Full days of work doing tile or worked at the hotel. Mm. Like, there's just like he said, there's just so much that goes into it, and people must just think I'm crazy, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but I am somewhat crazy. Like, yeah. but that's what that's what <laughs> yeah. fuels me to live. You know what I mean? And like, I know I'm not gonna do it forever, but in the short window that I have, I'm I'm living it, man. I just yeah. you know you gotta live life. You know, take risks. Sometimes it's not the way you want it to go, and. Yeah, you, you do get down and it sucks, man, but you gotta pick yourself back up and and and, and keep going. Because you don't know what this where this journey is gonna take up. Me, us. Wow. Just gotta be that open book to just keep keep writing, yeah? Keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Like what he was saying too, you know, it outside of him having to be this fighter you know he has to he has to have that responsibility of being a dad you know a brother a a husband you know and and Mm. still balance all of that and so you know for most for the most part people just see the end result they don't see all the behind the scenes stuff and the sacrifices he's making and things like that so you know as a fighter you know Again, people just see the the glory or the glamorous side of things. They don't see that that side of the sacrifices that he has to make, you know. And, um, again, it's much more than physical, you know. It's emotional and mental. You know, like he was talking about that week of the fight. You know, he's malnourished. He's cutting weight. You know, mm. was this twenty pounds that this last one? You know, and it's still having to focus on 
trying to focus on the game plan, trying to focus on, you know, fighting this person and trying to emotionally check himself wow. so he doesn't get too down on himself or too concerned or worried, you know. He has to stay confident and, mm -hmm. and there's so much involved there, you know, so much mayhem and he still has to be that professional. And so, uh, you know, like, if we're talking to the listeners out there that know nothing, you know, don't know nothing about MMA or haven't seen that side of it, that's, that's the perspective, right? You know, it's much more than him just going to the gym and putting work in on the mats and hitting mitts and hitting the bag, you know? He has to balance his whole thing in the background of emotions and, and mental and, you know, again, being a dad, uh, a father and all that stuff. So it's, it's not easy. Only fighters know the feeling, right? Only fighters know the feeling, whether you're amateur or pro. You know, they know what comes with the emotions. They know what comes with, with um, the sacrifices they have to make to be a fighter. Any real one, any real one that will that that sacrifices, you know, these things as a for a fighter, will understand. Mm. So that's you know, just elaborating on what he was saying. Dang, that's incredible. I mean, just and, and, going into that. and the team too. You know Ooh. what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. All these guys that travel with me, like. You know, they stay away from their loved ones. You, they're, they're paying the price just as much as I am. So, yeah. you know, thank you, Boogeyman. <laughs> always be by my side. Thank you, Jess, for supporting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all, it's it all, it's all a big puzzle. And mm -hmm. luckily, we get most of the pieces in place. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we just bless it. It takes a village. Me. Yeah. It takes a village, and mm -hmm. you know. Uh, just as much, we may not feel that exact emotion that he feels being in the ring, but we get nervous too. You know, we get nervous as coaches, and I'm much more than just a coach to him. I'm his friend. Yeah, his brother. Smart, yeah I don't want to see my brother get hurt. Brothers, you know, yeah. yeah. So you know, you, you know, for me, I can only speak for myself, and I'm pretty sure Coach Eddie and Ness feels this way. But we want to do everything in our power to get him ready. So he doesn't have to go through that. We don't have to see him mm -hmm. go through all that pain. And regardless if the result is not the way he wants it to be, we'll still support him. But we try everything. I think that's the incentive, right? Besides us being a coach, right? We have a relationship outside of that. And so we want even more reason to help his dream and more reason for him to succeed. We don't want to see him get hurt. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, that's my thought process, you know? So like, you know, Riley is saying, yeah. <laughs> You know, it, we, you know, we make sacrifices because we want to mm -hmm. help support his dream, you know, and it's, you know, thank, just like, you know, shout out to Nikki, you know, for, um, you know, letting Ryan, you know, be, and be the person he is, and just be, be able to be the fire singles with my fiance, you know, I, I, a lot of the success, or I wouldn't even say success, I wouldn't even put myself in that category, I, a lot of, uh, the reason why I'm in the position that I'm in is because of my family or because of the support of my other half, you know, and, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for them, you know, like Riley trusting me as a coach, you know, like mm -hmm. being able to be there and teach him and, and, and get my opinion on, on the kickboxing or Muay, Muay Thai side of it, you know, mm -hmm. and so, uh, yeah, so shout out to all the, the people that support their other halves and, and, and push out their dreams and sacrifice that, you know, so, yeah. You know, I just want to acknowledge uh, just all of you guys here just because, um, man, you guys are so open, you guys are so honest and just, like how you you just took that back, you're like, oh, success, no, just the position I'm at, like, you guys are just so humble, like, yeah. people probably listening like, man, these are killers, man, like, it's just so incredible, it's like a beautiful feeling. Too, yeah, like martial yeah. arts, that's, that's what it teaches, you know, it teaches you to just kind of, you know, be humble, like swallow your pride. Mm -hmm. You are really minute to this whole world, you know, like mm -hmm. at any time things can change. So it's important to oh, yeah. remember where you come from and just mm -hmm. be grateful. Mm -hmm. And just being in the gym years after years, you'll, 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 <laughs> It's for sure. it, it gets pounded in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's you the know, thing. About, you know, I had I had a chip on my shoulder at times. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's the thing about fighting. You know, it will expose you for who yeah, you are. That's why. You know what I mean? And, uh, if you're constantly going through that process of getting pummeled, and you still walk around with your chip on your shoulder, you obviously are in denial. Mm -hmm. 
or you probably just don't know, you know, to your ignorance. But that's what, you know, for a martial artist, that's what it was built for, martial mm-hmm. arts, right? Is the humility, right? To be able to be humble, to, 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 to be submissive in a, and not in, in like, you know, I, I do whatever the hell you want me to do, but in a humble, respectful way, right? When you have a teacher, you know, that says mop the mats, right? I got you, prof, or I got you, crew. You know, I'm going to go mop it, right? That's humility right there. You don't necessarily always have to get beat up, right? But that teaches you, you know, and that's a great thing about martial arts, mm. right? That if anybody doesn't know, right, it, it's supposed to teach you humility. That's what it was built for, right? I would assume, mm-hmm. right, to teach you to be humble, to know that there's always going to be somebody bigger and stronger than you, right? That um, that there's an art to it, you know. There's a spiritual side, mm. you know, to the whole thing. It's not just I'm going to punch you in the face, learn me, teach me some t- techniques so I can mm-hmm. break boards, right? It's to teach you how to be humble. It's to teach you how to learn, yeah, yeah that learn that that perspective. There's perspective in life. Right, you, there's always going to be a, a a roadblock or a hurdle that you have to get over. That you mean like, ah, my life is pretty good. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to like fall apart because something came up. You know, so um, yeah, in humility, and it's been a big part of my journey. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said earlier, you know, when I came and I fought Keanu Rowe, I was like, I could take this guy on. You know, my world changed, you know, dramatically. But my, my humility didn't stop there. It kept going. You know, and it's such a big part of my identity, right, to put things into perspective that there's always going to be something that could go wrong, but you just got to appreciate the things that you do have, the people that are around you. And, um, you know, I have a whole outlook on life and how I like putting pieces around me, you know, to be able to, when I do fall, right, I have that circle that will be there to support me, you know, because, um, again, humility comes back into play and it will always find you, you know, you could be at your highest of highs, you know, and all of a sudden, the next day, realize, like, how the hell did I get down here, you know, why is, <laughs> why is things not working out and why are things not clicking, because that's life, right, mm-hmm. and so... I'm sorry, I like to ramble. Bro, that was beautiful, yeah, man. That yeah. was like... That's, that's what the, this is about, podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, the beautiful right? thing, yeah, man. Yeah. No one too casual. It's beautiful. That was beautifully well said. Thank oh you, my man. Appreciate gosh. it. Appreciate it. And, you know, one of the last things I want to ask for some people is... Um, they're they're, they're going to get mad if I don't ask this. Like, for somebody who wants to start MMA, what would be, like, your, like, couple of advice or lessons or things that you want to share with them? For the listening, um, be willing to sacrifice everything. You know, I mean, it's a real selfish sport, so just be willing to sacrifice and, and just put the work in. I mean, and that's really all it is. You know, that's my advice. Yeah. If that's what you want, yeah, you know, I, that's what I was gonna say. I mean. Be honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you in the sport or are you doing this because reason, you yeah. want to just have fun doing it, mm-hmm. or do you want to be an actual fighter like you? Because it's much more than just okay part time. Like with Riley, even though he's not fighting, he's not fight camp. He still has to uh, make it's sure a that lifestyle. He, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Gotta... There's not really full off season. He still has to keep his toes sharp. You know, there might be a call. Hey, two weeks notice, bro. UFC. Mm-hmm. Let's go. He has to be, he can't just be cruising on the beach during the corona and then all of a sudden gets a two-week call, you know. It's it's a year-round dedication. And, um, but they say, they say stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Exactly. Yeah, it's such true. a great thing, right? You know, and that's, that's, that's my advice. If you're going to become an MMA fighter, be real with yourself. What, what, are you, what are you doing it for? Are you just doing it for recreational purposes? It's cool, too. That's not wrong, right? But you're not going to be wasting your time. You're not going to make yourself look like a fool, right? At the same time. Uh, if you want to be a fighter, right, and this is the passion you want, they, like Riley said, there's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made. You know, there's be times where you're not going to be able to go out and party with people. You're going to have to stay home, chill, you know. Yeah, man, I like be out with the boys, but this is the life I choose to live, you know, and that, it always comes down to choices. And, and so coming back to what we're saying, right, 
what are you re what are you doing it for? Know it. Be real with be yourself. Real. Yeah. Be real with yourself about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Thank you, I appreciate wow. it. Wow. Jess, anything you want to chime in oh. there or? Well, like I mean, you heard my how I got started. I just you know, it's it's a lot lot of courage too to walk through the doors of the place for the first time. Yeah. But you know, that's just the the first step of many. Yeah, that's one thing. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that was one thing because I have a lot of women clients, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the statements that they make is that. It's intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. Going into a gym is intimidating. And so they don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be that person that holds the class back or yeah. I'm not good enough or like, you know, Jess was saying, you know, trying to just even approach a, a coach is it, it's really intimidating. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, you know, luckily she said that I wasn't coming off that way. <laughs> this guy was the least intimidating. Least intimidating. <laughs> I'll take it, you know. Yeah. So. But, but, so yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, for me and the, why I do, why I do it is, you know, you've got to, you know, you have to show up and, you know, it's a different story than Riley's, the reason why I do it, but it's, you know, it's taking the first step, but it's, it's, once you do it, it's, you won't regret it. I'm so happy I did, because I always think about, like, what if I never approached him that day? Would I still be upstairs running on the treadmill mm -hmm. looking down at, oh, that looks so cool, you know? It's, you know, the what if. I'm glad I don't have the what if. you got to just take that step. Yeah. like, hey, even to the average person listening, me being a professional fighter, 20 fights in, I still feel that way walking into, like, new gyms, you know what I mean? I still feel, like, a little nervous, and, you know, it's, it's natural, mm -hmm. but that's the first fight right there. Just get in there, and like you said, you just never know what you're walking into. You Look, look what you walked into, like, just... <laughs> good vibes in our gym, you know? And, yeah. and so, like Jess did, she took that step and then changed her life, you know? Yeah, wow. changed my life inside and out the gym. Yeah, yeah it's like, wow. it's gotta, it's gotta, sometimes you gotta take a risk, you know? Kind of following no risk, your gut no on it too, yeah. you know, follow your heart. Like I, you know, um, like even though I'm not like training with Marv, as, and I've been wanting to train, I've been wanting to get back in it, but I, nothing ever jumped out at me that made, I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, they're training, or oh, they got this going on at that gym, or this, but I was like, nothing ever, like, wasn't, like, drawn to anything, and so when I saw that Vince started training and was doing, I was just like, it just felt right, it just felt right, and I train with Mariah, too, I take her classes, mm. um, and so I just kind of followed, followed, followed my heart on that one, the good vibes, and I was like, it was like, without hesitation, I was like, I'm gonna hit him up, I wanna start training with him, you know, so you just kind of got to I mean, or just, you know, take the take the jump and just kind of roll the dice and be like, I'm going to go there and start training there. But for me, I just was what was what felt right, you know, mm -hmm. at the time. I, was, I approached him because it just, I don't know, it's a woman's intuition. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Bruce Lee said, don't think, feel. Yeah. 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 I like that. I, I, I go by that a lot, you know. Um, I go by that with my martial arts career. A lot of, I, I try to not think too much on it, even though I'm a thinker and a brainer. But I try to feel most of the time, even like in training, like, you know, like sometimes they'll ask me, hey, what, what are you, like you ask me and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta go back and kind of tell me because in the process of me, I'm just feeling, I'm just, yeah. like, you know, so yeah. Just, in a nutshell, yeah. Yeah. that's what yeah. I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, you Don't think about it, just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay, it's okay to go and take chances and if it doesn't work out for you, you know, go to another gym. You know, don't be so hard on yourself where it's like, oh, well, I already will commit. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work, exactly. right? And, you know, just go to another gym and, you know, um, if it works for you, great. You know, mm -hmm. just try it out. Why not? You know, and I would encourage people to just go and try it out. You know, yeah, try out gyms. You never know too. what the journey might take, where the journey might take you, right? So you just mm -hmm. try it. You like never start know. out doing one thing and then evolve into another. Like, exactly. I know plenty of people who have started out, you know, striking, standing up, doing Muay Thai, and then we're at a gym that was doing jujitsu and started rolling around, and they found their passion in that. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's just one thing. Exactly. Yeah, you just never know what it's going to That's exciting thing about martial arts. Just like, wow. Yeah, you just don't know where it's going to take you. That's incredible. Humility, courage, and then just do it. Yeah, <laughs> just do it. You know, take the risk, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, that, this is just such a fun episode. Like, we could talk forever. All day, yeah. You know, because it's just so, <laughs> yeah. it's just day, so yeah. natural. We just, 
it just feels like we're just sitting, hanging out, talking story. And, for sure. You know, thank you guys for coming on. And is there anything that, you know, you want to share with everybody else listening to this or watching this on YouTube? Or? Um, you know, just follow your dream. You know, mm -hmm. follow your dream. You know, I know it's cliche, you know, and but you, you never know where you'll end up if you don't try, right? You'll always, if you don't try, you'll probably just be stuck doing something that you'll probably not like most likely, you know? So, you know, given my situation and, and where I'm at today, and not that I'm at, you know, again, super successful or anything, but I am very happy. I'm very happy where I'm at and, you know, uh, we're happy, you know, uh, my brothers is, you know, we're all just vibing and that's something that is priceless. You know, if I could make more money, great, mm -hmm. you know, in the process, that would just help the whole process, you know, even better. But for the most part, you know, I'm living my dream. I am actually doing this full time. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't work a nine to five and not knocking all the hard workers and the nine to five workers, like props to you guys. Cause you know, it's, it's definitely hard. It's not easy, but um, you know, I'm living my dream. I get to wake up, make my own schedule, you know, uh, meet amazing people in the process. You know, I have pros that I, I train with that, that, you know, tr trust in me, you know, and it's an amazing feeling. So live your dream um, and, and, and don't let anything stop you, man. Just try. You never know. You know what I mean? So that's my thing. Live your dream. Live the dream. And hit up Boogeyman Muay Thai for some... Yeah. One on one training, man. Appreciate you guys. He's, he's, Shout out to He's Chad. the first ever that I know of as a mobile trainer, so he'll come to you wherever you at. Yeah. Hit him up. Yeah, thank you. Shout there out to go. Chad. He gave me the name Boogeyman. Uh, Boogeyman. So, shout mm. out to you. Well, and then where can we find? Uh, where can we find you guys? We'll put it in the links too. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I'll, I'll have all my information. Uh, Boogeyman. B o o g y m a n. Muay Thai. Boogeyman Muay Thai. That's where you can find me. You can find me on my social media, Instagram and Facebook. Nice. I'll have all my information on there. Nice. Uh, the Ness. You can, um, if you guys are interested in training jujitsu, definitely uh, Instagram uh, at the Ness Maui. They got a they got a page and hit them up. Um, my personal page is just at Riley Dutro. Feel free to hit me up, ask me questions, whatever. I post here and there, and yeah. Um, that's about it for my, my part. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And yeah. Good time. And Jesse, you got any final? Yeah. <laughs> no. Close it off, Jess. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Take it away, Jess. Drop the mic. It's kind of hard <laughs> having three people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Juggling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, and this just shows like what we were talking about earlier about how things just kind of like unravel and happen because it's I just crazy. so happened to start training with Vince. And then we started overlapping. Mm -hmm on Thursdays and then I talked about him and Vince talked about him and you and Riley and with the nest and here we are yeah this, oh my gosh here we are it's amazing yeah so it's Beautiful. just that kind of is woven through of what we've been talking through so, yeah very cool thank you for having oh, us yeah thank you guys so much for coming on and you know awesome. on your Friday afternoons and mm -hmm. so what a better way to close out a Friday wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> great way to close the week so yeah, if you guys like this episode like comment subscribe we'll see you guys in the next one check yes, them out on social media all right, see you guys in the next episode. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.